This is Alan with Mobtown Magpies. A gooner and a toffee walk into a bar. Decide to do a shit football podcast. Welcome to the BU Football Show. So, Sammy, another 3rd of July in the books. It has. It was uh, a lot of fun. Another drink until 5.30 in the morning. We lasted. I'll tell you what, I fostered a thought, Sam. Well, this is a change for you. <laughs> All the little kids with the pumped up kicks better run, better run. Let's start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. That's us. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the uh, fashion forward, Samuel Graham. Yes. Trying to think of something that would go along with the kicks. So, uh, I got know. it. I'm wearing yeah. sandals. Okay. Well. <laughs> and I've got on uh, sweat shorts. <laughs> Under Armour sweat shorts. You, you don't have to let people know that. You could just be like, yeah, I'm wearing like the newest Nikes and, <laughs> and fuck off. But, you know, the illusion of radio, Samuel, the illusion of radio. That's fine. I'm, I'm a man of the people. I like to be honest. All right. So how you doing? Uh, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. Well, Good. Okay. It's uh, you you seem a little subdued, gangster. No, I'm fine. I'm just tired. I spent all day in the pool at Tegan. Ooh, that's a hard day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure. On uh, all the social medias, we are at Do You Football Show. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then Do You Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. And we have been really short on content. So wake up, assholes, and email us, please, and slide in our DMs, just not like that Egyptian footballer did, uh, because we're both happily married. I'm just letting you hang on. That's it. (laughs) That's all. Or as I always say, you can just drive your happy ass over here, or get Samuel Graham to drive your happy ass over here. (laughs) That's right. As in the case of tonight, our friend Ethan. Ethan, how are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you for asking. And uh, who do you support, sir? The two-time reigning now uh, champion, Man City. Okay. Hey, Ethan, real quick. Eyes on me. (laughs) You're fucking welcome. (laughs) Sam and I both work in the wine and spirits industry Uh, and uh, both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, we're drinking leftovers. Tell everybody about it. Uh, So, yeah, we've got a rum punch, which Sam will describe shortly, uh, but it's made with plantation dark rum. Uh, it's the same rum that we used when we made our Dark and Stormies a couple of weeks ago. It comes in at 80 proof. We'll run you 18.99 to 22.99 on the shelf. Although this one also has in it the Plantation OFTD, uh, which officially means Old Fashioned Traditional Dark, um, which is their overproof rum uh, designed by some of the biggest tiki bar owners in the world. One of which uh, we've mentioned on this show before uh, as David Wonderich. Very um, cool. So Sam's going to describe the. Uh, Go ahead and describe the punch for us, because he made it. Yeah, well, I had it for the party, and uh, you all have been getting spoiled lately, so I decided to uh, low-rent it, use uh, leftovers from the party, because I still had a big old gallon jug of it, and uh, because you were so uh, impressed with the fancy glassware, we're back to fucking Red Solo Cups. So this is a little bit of two different rums. You have the uh, dark rum that we talked about when we did our Dark and Stormies, and then this overproof rum, a little bit of freshly brewed black tea. And then uh, fresh lime juice, 
fresh lemon juice, um, a little bit of a uh, simple syrup that I made as well to help sweeten it up some. And then I put in a touch of orange liqueur too to give it a little bit of sweetness as well. So oh, there you go. Yeah, just a, you know, everybody always thinks when they think punch, it's always, you know, orange juice, pineapple, cranberry, like that kind of thing. And I wanted to do something a little more uh, interesting, let's say. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, let's have a great show, kids. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Doing the uh, the, the uh, solo, lovely the... solo cup. So, ready? Clink. Clink. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All Oops. right. So, let's talk about it. The back-to-back champions of England, Manchester City. Ethan, the Ooh, domestic uh... treble was great to the fans of the club. But it felt like something was missing at the end of the year. What could have that have been? Yeah, the, the, one, the one got away from us, the uh, UEFA Championship, uh, Champion League. Uh, Liverpool snuck that one out on us. Uh, we have to let some people win something else. So uh, No, you don't. Was... <laughs> you don't have to let Liverpool win shit. You could have fucking taken care of Tottenham so I didn't have a goddamn heart attack. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 uh, we struggled on that one. We struggled on that one. Um, so back-to-back record seasons i mean just absurd the amount of points that you guys have been putting up on the board um do you feel like this team can continue to do that going into next season i honestly i don't see any i don't see why not why not uh i mean we've bringing back most of the the big pieces i i, I we're replacing uh fernandinho is uh you know obviously getting up there in age uh, they found a replacement for him i mm-hmm. assume we're going to cover it pretty quick yep yep, um, yep paying all kinds of money for rodri um he's supposed to be a legit replacement mm-hmm. uh so uh I, to be honest i all the pieces are back um again probably gonna lose a step just due to age but Oh, the holding midfielder from atletico madrid playing under simeone he's got to be legit yes. yeah um, <laughs> Uh, that that warlord down there in Madrid is uh is is you know no um no softy let's say uh, <laughs> right and and a holding midfielder better do his job his and get st- job yeah. get stuck in and Absolutely. he better know how to pick a pass and he damn well better know how to control a game because the ball is going to be on his foot fifty percent of it exactly yeah one hundred percent um why are you all shopping for a right back. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I know Pep loves a wing back, but <laughs> why are you shopping for a right back? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not, it seems like the right side is the least of your worries. Yeah, I'm um, not exactly sure about that either. Uh, um, Benjamin Mendy, I know, is hurt all the time on the left. All the time, right? And you've had Fabian Delph, and then uh, that Russian kid fill in mm-hmm. Zimchenko. Zimchenko, yeah. yeah. Um, he was pretty solid last year. No, absolutely, but and, he's and a midfielder. They, they yeah. brought yeah. back by trade. Yeah, they brought yeah. back the kid that they had sold out to. Uh, uh, Holland, I believe. I've heard. Oh, that might be name. true. Yeah, for just um, like fifteen million or something. Yeah, but but the the talk is that he's already going to get loaned out again. That he's not. Oh, really? That he's not going to be there. Cover for Mendy. Yeah, there's a couple of loans they're bringing back. Um, yeah, uh, and, yeah, they're bringing their shop. They just got another left back too, Angelino. Yeah, yeah that that's was, that's the guy. That's I couldn't the remember kid. his name. Yeah, that's, that's him. That's the kid that they brought back from uh, Holland. I can remember his yeah. name. Yeah. Now, um, the 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 bigger thing is is okay. So they're going out there and they're going after some defensive players. But why? Like, when are they going to finally find somebody for Aguero? Because while Jesus has certainly got all the talent in the world, it doesn't seem to always link into consistency with him. It's like, oh, did. 
did he decide to party hard for three weeks and go to the club every night? Well, that's a Brazilian or, way. Isn't you know? it? <laughs> yeah, very, very true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that's nothing. Ronaldinho was one of the greatest players that ever lived, and that's all that he does. He didn't even like to train properly. If, if we <laughs> want to talk about the quintessential hookers and blow footballer, <laughs> Ronaldinho is the man. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, the this, hookers part, yes. The blow, not so sure. That was more Adriano's speed, I think. Mm-hmm. The booze, definitely. Yeah, he was a drug guy. I just saw a little how, documentary how does, on him. How does one obtain uh, the hookers? They do it through money, but blow doesn't hurt. <laughs> That's usually true. Very true. Not uh, that I would know. Yeah, I think they do need to start looking to cement somebody because uh, Aguero maybe a year or two left. Yeah, uh, and he's he'll that train will sail. So well, I think the two uh, you look at the bumps in the road for you, uh, you know, a pretty horrific December, and yep. then and then the slip up against uh, against Newcastle like a little bit later on. It's embarrassing. It, it seemed that won't happen again next season, by the way. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but it, it seemed like when. Aguero or Fernandinho was on the shelf, there was a lot of struggles for the team. You know, so there was, there's plenty of creative players around. Uh, producer Mel bringing the show to a screeching halt as she um, shakes her cup at me. She doesn't have a mute button, so she needs to figure out other ways, <laughs> other to, ways to, to chime in. Yes, to chime in. Um, Girl's thirsty. So plenty of, of talented, creative players on the, uh, on the wing side, but Ultimately, you need somebody to put the ball in the back of the damn net. Um, and Sam, you haven't you've been really keeping an eye on the rumors. Have you seen any rumors of any strikers yet for City? No. That's 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 nope. a big concern. Nope. I think they're you know I mean with the new fi- uh, financial fair play stuff, they're going to have to spread out their spending a little bit. Um, and with just spending sixty two and a half million on Rodri, you're trying to find another left back because Mendy, you know, is a bigger Instagram star than he is a footballer. Yeah, it's um, true. <laughs> so, I am not a Mendy guy. Yeah. So now you're gonna need to I mean, he sprinted down the sideline faster than the couple of games that he played when he was celebrating one of the trophies. I don't remember what it was, yeah. but he like chucked his his uh crutches and just took us went off on a sprint down the sideline. Um <laughs> But the, so there's going to be a lot of money that needs to be spent uh, to bolster that back line. You probably should bring in cover for Vincent Company um, and Aguero yeah, for the next. Leaving. Well, he's he's leaving. He's, he's yeah, gone. he's gone. He's yeah. uh, Anderlecht's player manager now. Yep. Yeah. Which I'd love to see a player manager. That's that's fun. Reggie Dunlop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, you idiots. Well, it's time for me to fucking take care of him. I'm bringing myself on. <laughs> love that. Love that. Um, no, so I I don't know that they're going to be able to. Uh, they obviously can afford it. I don't know if through financial fair play what whether or not they're going to be allowed to buy. Yeah. So you still have Aguero. You still have Gabriel Jesus to pitch in uh, with a couple of goals here and there if he can't get sent <laughs> off like he did in the uh, Copa America final. More on that later. Um, but so I think they they have a season to wait until they need a striker. Yeah. So they might be able to just hold off, you know, on, on that particular. Um, that particular uh, uh, position. Pep has always been very good at acclimating players, making them become used to the culture, making them learn the language, making them becoming part of the city. Um, but the one player that seen, has seemed to escape is is Gabriel Jesus. Do you think that he's going to finally crack that nut? Because let's, let's face it, if you get Gabriel Jesus to be good, you don't need another striker. You, you've got him. But he's such a question mark. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think 
all the fans were hoping uh, Jesus would put it together this year. Uh, it really didn't seem like it happened that much. Um, we're all hoping that uh, he can flip uh, Jesus around like he did Sterling. Uh, yep. You watched him. You watched Sterling just explode this year, and a lot of that was because of Pep's tutelage. So I think yeah, everyone's... finally told him how to finish. Really, yeah. <laughs> got his composure in front of goal. Cause, Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the season prior, didn't miss a few chances. Eventually mm-hmm. went out for Bernardo Silva uh, later in the year. Yeah. And didn't play much leading up to the World Cup, and then in the World Cup had a few guilt edge chances that he missed. Yeah. Um. This season was one of their one of their top scorers yeah. on uh, on the squad. Yeah, one of the top scorers in the league. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, Aubameyang was the top scorer in the league. So. <laughs> That was a three-way tie, right? Uh, carry on. Okay, no, no, that was that was a three-way tie. <laughs> yeah, by by players from none of your teams, but okay. one of mine. Okay, just, just wanted to make sure. Just, just wanted to make sure. Just saying. You know, and uh, what place your team finish in? Doesn't matter. Higher than yours. <laughs> He's the one that should be talking. I was going to say, not actually, you. Actually, hold on. Hold on one second, Sammy. Um, how'd you do against us the last As time? He sips his tea. <laughs> how'd, how'd you do against us last time? How we do against you last time? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, you lost one nothing mm. when Jagielka scored that magnificent tap in. Oh, oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sam mentioned him briefly. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Bernardo Silva, what a flipping turnaround wow. from yeah. from the first season he was there to this season. He hardly uh, played the first half of the first season he was there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then he played okay. Right. You know, when he, he came in for suitable. Sterling towards the end, yeah, he was suitable, but this season was integral. Yeah. Um, uh, with Kevin De Bruyne being injured so much exactly. and David Silva being older, I mean, he proved to be their, one of their biggest playmakers. Okay. He pretty much ran that show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, and even adjusted into the inside a bit mm-hmm. as, as Mares, uh was kind of dictating the wing, Sterling on the opposite side. Um, and he kind of stepped into the middle and, and kind of made stuff happen. Yeah. Uh, single-handedly, he's why you beat Liverpool. Yep. Yeah, it seemed yeah, he, like we were we were talking about it when we reviewed when we were doing the show um, back when the game happened. Was how every time you looked up at the screen, you would see Silva. If you didn't see Silva, count to one, and before you get to O, he was in the screen, yeah, yeah. just this, constantly the, the all work, over the place. The work rate, yep. if nothing else, just amazing. The dudes all I, there. you know, um, taking nothing away from Van Dyke because he legitimately did deserve to win Player of the Year, but mm-hmm. I would say one A. But one B was Bernardo Silva. Yeah, I agree with was that. just an amazing season. Um, so the Harry Maguire race is heating up, and apparently Manchester United has become very interested in him as well. Um, do you think that you guys are legitimately interested in uh, Harry Maguire, or do you think you just want to make Manchester United overpay for Harry Maguire? Uh, to be honest, after this, after this, Rodri dropping what's. Was it sixty nine million on him or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yep. I don't know. I don't know if I see them spending ninety on uh, mm. on McGuire. That, that's a lot. Yeah, and yeah as for a twenty six, twenty seven year old who, in my opinion, is too slow for that team and the way they play. I don't know that that's money well spent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, I'm I'm starting to lean towards thinking that he's going to end up at United or he's going to stay United, at Leicester. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think. I mean, he's with their stay recent at with their I, with their recent acquisitions, they should be moving up that league a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will be talking about that one later. Jk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, it hurt Newcastle quite a bit, so we'll get to it. Um, do you think that Manchester City can keep one eye on the prize in trying to win a third Premier League title in a row while, frankly, let's face it, 
a Champions League title is what that owner and what that club wants. I think it'll be interesting. I think it, I think it'll be tough. Uh, although, if I think if there's any way that can keep that focus, it's Pep. I think uh, he's he, the guy's just a, a great coach. He's a great manager. Mm-hmm. So he proved that last season. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, the other piece of that is I, I said it many times as we uh, ended the season and started the summer session. City's a team in decline. They finished two points <laughs> fewer than they did the season before. <laughs> so, which was still a record, I think. I th- <laughs> It was. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and, well, it wasn't a record because the one before was okay. the record. Had we not seen it the, the year before, it would have been a record. So, and and that and that season in I decline, just like shit. that quote unquote season <laughs> in decline, uh, that that captured you a uh, Premier League title, correct? Yeah, it did. Uh, okay, it actually captured sure the first men's domestic treble. Yep. Yes, it did. Too bad it wasn't the first overall domestic treble because the Arsenal ladies did that they when did. they won the quadruple. Another feat that has never been accomplished in the men's game. I know you guys discussed that when they asked Pep about that. Yeah, about his. Kissing my badge. Sorry, because Sam is so in love. Again, we've been calling these sessions like speed dating in a way, and Sam is the type of person that goes to a speed dating situation, sits in front of the girl, and just goes, "Let me tell you all about me and why I'm awesome, and you're gonna bang me." Yeah, I'm the guy in the. A cheetah skin shirt with the black uh, blazer, <laughs> slick back hair, Fu Manchu, slipping, sipping on gray a white on claw. the bottom. You know, yeah, that's me. <laughs> sipping on a white claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right. watch my figure. I drink white claw. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, um, all that being said, let's let's get to the important part. Uh, how do you think City is going to fare this season? What do you think? Uh, I think it ends up a battle between us and Liverpool again. Okay. I. I, I like to think we're gonna we're gonna edge them out, but Liverpool is strong. Okay. If we if we can keep up what we did this year, I don't see why we can't do it again. But if we suffer any kind of an injury to any any of our big pieces, mm. it's gonna be tough. Got it. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. The th- as we were discussing before, I think they have a deeper squad um, than Liverpool do uh, in terms of just purely on talent. Uh, alone with Gundogan and, and some of the others that can come off the bench. Now, can De Bruyne stay fit? He's obviously going to be a major piece. Yep. Um, and with how Bernardo Silva played, if he can keep that up, doesn't matter which one's on the field. They're going to be fantastic. So you could play one in the Champions League, you could play one in the league. Precisely. And not really miss a beat. Um, so that's going to be, the focus, I do believe, is going to be on the Champions League. I think that's going to be the major thing. And if you can keep the squad fit and not lose a major piece like De Bruyne or Silva or both, you could be safe. Gotta figure, and also, gotta I mean, figure the kid's going to get some playing time. That and the other thing, next season, I too. mean, not everybody is David Silva and Cesc Fabregas. You got to see if Rodri <clears throat> beds in quickly. Yep. I mean, you have Fernandinho, and that's great, but he's 33, 34. Um, could very well get injured in the first couple of weeks of the season, you know, after being, uh, I don't actually, to be honest with you, I don't know if he was with the Brazil squad or not because Casemiro was playing. It'd be good. It'd be um, good for Fernandinho to be able to, uh, you know, maybe to take just, a couple weeks just off play or, Champions yeah, League games. Exactly. You know? um, so, and let Rodri bet in. But it's going to take some games, you know, for him to get used to the league. It's more physical. It's more demanding. It's faster paced than the Spanish mm-hmm. League is. So, it, you know, those sorts of things. You don't have Vincent Company putting his arm around players in the dressing room. You don't, you know, that kind of stuff. It's a little bit of a change, but you have enough players there that have done it, that have been there or thereabouts for the last two seasons. And I think that the, the experience and, and leadership part of it, I think they'll be fine. 
Um, but if you could tighten up those one or two positions, you know, left back being one and, and eventually finding a forward and, but definitely, you know, hopefully betting Rodrian fast enough for you guys. Um, I think that, you know, you could fare very well in both competitions, to be honest with you. Now I, but I also wonder, um, you know, everybody kind of thinks that you're just going to be Liverpool and City. And I know I've said this to you, and I know you're not going to agree with it because it's going to be the team I'm going to mention. Um, you just but, you might as well just fuck <laughs> off right now with it, then. I, <laughs> I can't help but think uh, it looks like they're going to keep all their pieces. I think Spurs can hang around. I really do think Spurs can hang around. I will burn this motherfucker down if that happens. I promise you that. <laughs> What what happened to? But Sam, if Liverpool wins the league, it'll be great radio. That'll be awesome. Sam, if Spurs win the You're league, it'll be great radio. <laughs> You're not as violent as me. <laughs> you talk about the vein in my head. <laughs> I see that vein starting to come in your head Just too. Just the fucking thought of it is driving me up the wall right now. You're absolutely right. It's gonna be a tough squad. Yeah, you know, it's uh, no reason they wouldn't be. But it's I I can't help but feel like the rest of the the rest of the top six and uh, you know. Arsenal's got to is we'll get to them eventually, you know. But it, it feels like they're going to have to vet in some younger players, and they're going to have to figure out their defense. United, who knows? They could be world beaters. They could be still they in transition. Be. Who beat themselves? For one. Chelsea. <laughs> That's the truth. Chelsea's going to definitely take a step back, oh, even goodness. even with Lampard on on the uh, managing the squad now. It just you know, there's it feels like there's really three. And then, then there's everybody else. That's for certain. Um, I guess. What do you think is is going to be with Chelsea this year? After Hazard left and all that, like, <laughs> um, they have because they have 18 billion players out on loan right now. Um, <laughs> that number increases every week. Um, so because they have that many players, <laughs> three quarters out on of the loan, players in the Dutch league are owned by Chelsea. <laughs> right. I, I feel like there could be pieces to that puzzle, but it also now depends on what. Lampart wants to work with too. You have to imagine he's going to go younger because that's he played some younger players at uh, at Derby County last year and played them a lot. Yeah, but different different yeah. pressures at Chelsea than there are at Derby. To be honest yeah, with you, how, I, I'd say how much pressure and will also there, how Frank much Lampard, pressure will the, the one signing really he be? made at Derby, mm-hmm. the one signing he made at Derby was thirty seven year old Ashley Cole. That's true. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the I I just. <laughs> I Cashley Cole, excuse me. Yes. Cashley Cole. Is I, I like see to them having our parts. a lot, a lot of uh, rope to hang himself. I think I think he'll get a lot of time. Yeah, I, I, that's true. I mean, they have to. So, yeah. I with with the transfer ban, they are banned from from signing players. But what it is is they're banned from registering players. So they can buy people, but they can't register them to play in the league. That's what the ban actually is, hmm. right? Oh, so they can keep doing their sign and loan thing that they love to do. Well, I don't know when the new loan rules kick in. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. But so the thing is, so like Mateo Kovacic, who we'll talk about when we, we do the done deals, might as well just get out of the way now. Mateo Kovacic, uh, got signed. He's a permanent Chelsea signing. Now mm-hmm. it was in his contract, uh, an option to buy at the end of the season, which they exercised. And because he was already a registered player with Chelsea from the January signing, he was allowed to renew his registration as a Chelsea player. Ah. So they signed him permanently. He's able to play in the league next year, blah, blah, blah. Christian Pulisic got bought in January. He was registered as a Chelsea player and then loaned out. So he can renew his registration for the upcoming season. So he will be allowed to play. Got it. Um, 
So that's what the ban is, is they're banned from registering new players. Now, I don't know what that means uh, in terms of signing players and stuff like that, but I know they're allowed to let players go, obviously, with Eden Hazard and everything else. Mm-hmm. I know they're allowed to, to let players leave. So I don't know if that means they could buy players and then send them off and just not register them as a Chelsea player, which means if the squad goes down with injuries or whatever, they can't recall you emergency, you right. know, uh, an emergency recall from yeah, your loan or whatever. Loaned. Yeah. You're loaned until the next season. So, right. So I don't know uh, specifically what that, you know, necessarily entails, but uh, this particular case, I know it has to do with the registration of players and that's why Kovacic and Pulisic are allowed to come in hmm. on, on permanent deals. And uh, just one final thought, um, Sam, you are growing as a broadcast professional. You slipped that burp almost perfectly. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> it's time to tell you what little we know. It's speculation time. Sammy, what do you got for us this right, week? So I have general rumors, and then I also have done deals at the end of that that we can talk about real quick, kind of notable uh, notable done deals. Okay. Um, so general rumors first. Juve and Real Madrid are battling for Paul Pogba with reports saying that Juve are preparing a straight £120 million bid. Uh, while the Spanish Giants are offering $72 million in either Gareth Bale or Isco for Pogba. Hmm. Problem with that is, Gareth Bale's due to earn like €100 million Euro next year. Right. <laughs> kind of uh, over the next couple of seasons mm-hmm. for the duration of his contract. And Gareth and- has also already said, I'll play golf, fuck you, pay me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> correct. Uh, and his Scrooge McDuck-style vault he has in Madrid there. Um so I personally, with this one, um, I don't really see either of them happening. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if Juve is just going to say like we'll take the FFP hit, but with that, you just had uh, AC Milan get banned from the Europa League for this season because of financial fair play breaches. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Juve is willing to take that risk if they're going to spend all this money and then miss out on the Champions League. I don't know about that. The whole point of making the signings they're making is to win a to win the Champions League, league. right? And yeah. they've already spent a fair amount of money. And, and well, that that also being said, Matthias Delict has still not signed yet for Ajax, right? So that's sixty five million still in the bank. Yeah. So who knows? Um, oh, United are to up their bid for Newcastle Sean Longstaff to the magical thirty million number that apparently gets Mike Ashley hard and asleep. Of course it um, does. <laughs> and then with Mike Ashley's continued efforts to save the British high street coming at the expense of his Premier League club, it's a realistic possibility now. Yeah, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you have any more uh, lovely Mike Ashley news in here? Oh, yeah, you do for confirmed deals. For done deals, yeah. yeah so we'll Iose go over that Perez, one now. Iosi uh, yeah. Perez to Leicester for $30 million. Um, so Newcastle just sold their best player. Guarantee you that $30 million is not going to be spent on Solomon Rondon because Rafa Benitez has said he wants Solomon Rondon to join him in China at the club that he's now coaching. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. So, so enjoy your discount on running pants from Sports Direct because that's about all you're going to fucking get. So here's here's the overall timeline, and this is just fucking amazing. So... Rafa gets a contract, turns it down, justifiably so. All right, that's when Mike Ashley found the dumpster. Right. Go. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when does he puke in the dumpster? Hold on, not yet. <laughs> okay. No, he did that in the that All right, so here's the timeline. Mike Ashley puked in a fireplace, then went and offered Rafa a contract. Yes. So, he offers Rafa the contract. Rafa turns it down justifiably so because right. there's no assurances that the t- team's going to go on. Finds the dumpster. So, he goes to leave. Then after the day after he leaves, they post their ad for their brand new jerseys, which 
that didn't particularly rub the fans the right way. Again, my favorite Twitter viewing right now has been all of Toon Army. They've been magnificent. This is when uh, Mike <laughs> Ashley starts to unscrew the gasoline cap. So then then he goes, you know what? Um, Leicester City needs to improve. So why don't I go ahead and sell my top goal scorer, Iosi Perez, to fucking um, Leicester because, well, you know, help a brother out. Let's make them a better team. And that's where he pours the gasoline into the dumpster. Um, and, and then there's been nothing about Shake Collin. Right. Come to find out nothing is happening with the takeover. Yep. And nothing. that's where Mike Ashley has then struck a match and just tossed it right into the dumpster to complete the dumpster fire. And then, <laughs> and then, shake who? Call it, call it, call it, call it. Rip, 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 Not buying a club. Rip, 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 rip. Goes on to Twitter as a minority owner <laughs> of Newcastle. This is brilliant. Encouraging Newcastle fans not to renew their season tickets. And this is where the dumpster fire spreads to St. James's Park and, and, <laughs> and just then, burns the whole motherfucker down. And and then starts interacting. Like he puts up the tweet and then starts talking to any Newcastle fan that wanted to talk to him. <laughs> talking shit about Mike Ashley. Dude, fuck so, the soap operas. Fuck the WWE. So fuck if, it all. Nothing is a better... You can't write this shit. Full circle back to <laughs> Longstaff. If Manchester United wants you, even though you probably need another year or two to get your feet... You, fuck Run. It. Go. Run. Go. At this point, if Brentford wants you, sign for Brentford. <laughs> Use it as a stepping stone to another club. <laughs> so, so knowing all of this, um, how's that two-one loss feel now after hearing all of that? <laughs> that fucker stings, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. No, you know, soothed greatly by the fact that we won the champion, the league again. So I don't know. We yeah. worked. We worked it out. We worked it out. Yeah, just <laughs> that was a you, nice ointment. I mean, I mean, we lost to the dumpster fire. Thanks. <laughs> I just, I just got a uh, single fingered salute for that. Um, I mean, we we lost to that dumpster fire too. <laughs> but Jesus fucking Christ, Alan! It's horrible, Alan. Yeah. How? How you have not jumped off a bridgehead, I don't know, brother. Know. Man, stay with, stay with well, us, man. Stay, he, stay strong. He is still with us at this point because right before we came on, he liked one of my Instagram posts. Oh, so. stay, stay yeah, with us, brother. Alan, this is brother Allen's still alive. It's so that's a good is, thing. This is not going to be easy. No. Oh, it's it, Sammy. If this keeps up, I'm telling you right now, twentieth place. I, I, I was just about to down. say, guys, on three. What do we think they're going to do next season? Go, going down, you know. <laughs> Uh, unless that takeover, or or and then watch Ashley just be a prick and do the takeover right before the, the right the trans- season. yeah right and before then, the transfer season closes. and then Khaled can't do anything anyways yep. and and at that point if that happens then they're the number one team I'm rooting for outside of my own club to stay up like yeah. I would, you know it'd be like I'm talking in general so like obviously I would I don't think my club has any chance of going down but. If there's a team I'm going to be rooting for actively to stay up, it would be Newcastle at that point. But if Ashley's still behind the helm, um, want you to go down. Yeah, because it's it's it. Frankly, it's what he deserves, not what you as fans deserve, but it sure as hell what he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a Mike Ashley fan at all. This is absolutely <laughs> funny. He's, to be honest with you, I didn't think it was really possible. He's worse than Stan Kroenke. Yeah. He's really? worse. At least he gave us $40 million. Yeah. <laughs> We have something. He didn't sell our prized <laughs> asset yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. That's, that's only. Hold on. 
knock on yeah, wood. Only a matter of time. So <laughs> you uh, never know what that's going to happen. What? But as as from from a neutral's perspective, as how it would feel as a city fan to watch a dumpster fire had to be Mark Hughes coaching Rubinho. Uh, years and years ago. I just needed to get that in real quick. <laughs> All right, so what other uh, rumors you got for us? <laughs> Sorry, I can't find it. I'm laughing. Jealousy, my friend. It's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, Everton owner, uh, Farid Mashari, wants a marquee signing. And this made me giggle. Uh, uh-huh. And Lindsay, our Aston Villa supporter, got in touch and tagged us both on Facebook in it. <laughs> um, they're looking to Diego Costa uh, as their marquee signing. Of the summer. It's um, not going to happen. She asked uh, how, what I thought about it and then how, how you think he would fare. And I said, I think he'd be great for every third game when he was actually not suspended. <laughs> yeah, I... <clears throat> for what? He's old, he's slow, there's not a chance. No. I don't no, see it's, it's if If he ends up getting signed, it's because... The owner pushed the issue because this is not what this isn't the type of player that Marcel Brands wants to bring on. Because there was no. also links to like well back there for a while too, and it was well like, that wouldn't be bad. He's on a free. Yeah, but, you can waste a chance on him for a hundred grand yeah, a week. But no, no, it's that's not happening. But not not Diego Costa, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I will. He's laugh at you. He's he's a right proper fucking prick. Yeah, I, and I normally like those players, and I can't stand him. Yeah. He's a cheat, though, too. All right, anyway. Uh, apparently, if we want to further add uh, flames to that dumpster and to the stadium that is St. James's Park, apparently Rafa told Newcastle he was going to leave during a meeting in May. Hey, it's <laughs> was pro- a report from the, like, the Daily Mail yeah, he that he pro- was definitely not going to sign. You know when that probably happened? Probably when uh, Asher was like, uh, you know, no, I'm not going to give you any money next yep, season. Exactly. And that's probably exactly when he said it. Correct. Uh, PSG have twice offered Neymar to Real Madrid, but due to their heavy spending this summer, they have rejected those negotiations altogether. Mm. Um, so paving the way, obviously, for him to go back to Barca. They're talking now uh, about fifty to sixty million plus four players potentially. Really uh, going the opposite direction. Yeah, that way PSG recoups all their money. Right. Um, they, they got to. Yep. Uh, so there's that. Apparently, uh, Lukaku's talks with Inter Milan have reportedly stalled. Um, which throws the rest of United summer up in the air because they needed that $70 million to spend on other people. Yeah, I was going to say, you kind of um, need that money. Yeah, uh, but Inter don't have that money. Um, and I guess their personal terms uh, aren't going very well. Um, now, I know the money with United themselves can probably be offset with Mauro Riccardi, although he has his heart set on a transfer to uh, Juventus. I would, um, I would find it with very... With Maurizio Sarri. I'd find it very fitting to see one of the big clubs have to scramble on deadline day like the rest of the fucking league does. You know, when somebody goes, oh, yeah, we want your best player, but we're going to go back and forth with you on the, on the bid money. And then we're going to take it two hours before the end of the uh, deadline and send you a shit ton of cash that you can't go spend, small club. I that that's perfectly fine. You know what? Couldn't happen to a better fucking side. Yeah, you know, let, no, let them you. have to deal with that. No, no, but no. again, at least they're getting money for them. Uh, my beloved Arsenal likes to let people walk out the door for fucking nothing <laughs> early in the window and then not replace them. <laughs> That's a joy. A lot of fun. Um, Liverpool are apparently after Danny Ceballos from Real Madrid, which uh, is kind of weird to me. I think he's a right back. Um, and the way Trent Alexander-Arnold played and uh, Joel Matip and um, uh, Gomez. Yeah. Joe Go- uh, is it Joe Gomez? Yes. Uh, deputized for him, I thought was fantastic. I thought that was one position they didn't need to improve in. So I'm, I'm not sure why that's coming up necessarily. 
Um, and then Arsenal faced competition for PSG to sign Malcolm from Barcelona as the search for a winger that's good for under 40 million pound continues for mm-hmm. us. Uh, Rob Holding and Hector Bellerin have been rude, uh, ruled out for the start of the season. Um, with uh, Rob Holding having a setback to his long-term knee injury, Bellerin happen- happening to a little bit after mm-hmm. Holding, so they're both going to miss the start of the season. Um, reports are his Holding could be out till almost Christmas, potentially. Not what you fucking need. <laughs> no, because that means more minutes for fucking Mustafi. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> the um, second greatest center back in the history of uh, football. Yeah, right. As we all know Lovren. Lovren, yeah. Lovren is numero uno. Um, so uh, my assessment of this is fuck the winger, find a center back. Uh, one please. would say, one <laughs> would say, for fuck's sake, please. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, uh, obviously he'll be too much money, but uh, like a Maguire type would be probably yeah, perfect well, for you. In, in the, but he in would the have same to be summer, fifty million. He can't be ninety yeah. million. In the same summer that Diego Godin <clears throat> left Atletico Madrid for free to Inter Milan, we can't find a fucking center back. Nope. Inter Milan is a better proposition than Arsenal and the Premier League money. Yep, apparently. <laughs> y'all, y'all have a great night. I'll uh, <laughs> uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek uh, has signed a new deal despite being injured at Stamford Bridge uh, with the arrival of boss Frank Lampard. Um, the deal is said to be worth about 150 grand a week. Uh, so when he's healthy, he's going to play. Yep, absolutely, and now he definitely will. And he's going to play a lot. I think so, too. I think Hudson-Odoi is. I think Christian Pulisic is going to get a proper run out as well. Absolutely. Um, I think guys like uh, William and Pedro are going to be be cup guys. I think they're going to be more bit part. I think at the the start with Hudson-Odoi and Loftus-Cheek injured, it's going to be William and Pedro sharing responsibility, Pulisic on the other side playing properly. Uh, week in, week out, as long as he can stay fit. I think Pulisic's ready to do it, too. Yeah, so do I. I. I think he's ready. Absolutely. He's ready for this stage. He's okay. ready for the Premier League. Kid's ready to be a star, frankly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. All right, uh, notable done deals. Rodre, we've already spoke about. Um, we have Ndombele uh, going from um, wherever he was. Was it Lille? Uh, yes. I think it was Lille. Uh, or Leon. Or maybe it was Leon. I'm Leon. Right. Uh, to Spur- I don't really keep up with their news mm-hmm. too much, to be honest with you. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Chelsea signed Mateo Kovacic permanently. We've talked about uh, uh, Juan Basaka signed officially. Andres Gomez signed officially. Uh, Arsenal did make a signing. Brazilian teenager Gabriel Martinelli. Uh, he's a forward, which we don't need. Um, what, he's not what happened? Fucking play next season anyway. What happened with the uh, Celtic back? I thought that was oh, so done. that that no. So that has gone up. Um, they want twenty five million for him, and now there's talk of. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, this broke here first. This is my fucking idea. Carl Jenkinson going the opposite direction. I believe that's exactly the player I mentioned that I would love to see in a swap deal for Kieran Tierney because mm-hmm. it would be a direct replacement uh, and it would lower the price uh, in terms of cash that we would get for him. So I think I said that first. And Stan, if you're listening, since obviously you are, I will pay Mustafi's plane ticket to go anywhere in the world that you decide to sell him to. From <laughs> London, one-way ticket, it's on me. Uh, <laughs> um. Da, 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 da. Villa have made a rash of signings, uh, such as Matt Target from Southampton and Wesley from Club Bruges. Um, they also signed the um, Bournemouth defender that was on loan. I'm forgetting the name, but they they signed him to a permanent as well. Okay. Um, forgive me for not remembering the name. I just remember seeing that that signing happened. I think it was yesterday. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> All right, good deal. Uh, Iosi Perez, who we already spoke about, to Leicester for $30 million. 
Again, fucking dumpster fire. I just I just love the fact that every spot on here it just keeps saying with Newcastle, dumpster fire, dumpster <laughs> fire, dumpster fire. I needed to remind myself to drive home the point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheffield United have completed the signing of Phil Jagielka for free, so he is going back to his boyhood club. Fan- that's uh, actually sure. fantastic. Yeah, news. I love seeing that too. It's it's romantic. I love everything about it. To be and honest, and there's you. very little to not like about Phil Jagielka as yeah. a player. He just he's. He's he, he was a great captain for our squad. You know, he did a job when he uh, was filling in at England when um when uh, was it two World Cups ago he uh, got some time at, at uh, uh starting at center back as well. And, yeah, something like that. You know, that, yeah. I just guy who never complains. That was him and Gary Cahill yeah, on it. Yeah, just guy who never complains does a fucking job. Professional fucking footballer. Go fucking figure. One would think those would still normally exist, but only a handful, and he's one of them. Yep, and really good at a professional foul, too, <clears throat> since you bring up his uh, professional ability. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, hey, um, Sam. I know that you gave my mic to Ethan this week again, but I just wanted to let you know the uh, Aston Villa player signed uh, is Tyrone Mings. There we go. Look just at... Ask a villainista. <laughs> Look at that. Yep, that was... It was... Is he like Tyrone Bigsby? He's good looking guy, too. And that the crackhead from Dave Chappelle? Yeah. <laughs> Big paws, get you wings. No. Yeah, that was... Hey, John Terry, can I fuck wives, too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck wives, too. <laughs> you uh, teach me how to get white bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, That's funny. Fucking brilliant. But that was that was someone uh, Lindsay had talked about... Uh, about the reason why they gained promotion was him in the center right. back position yeah, yeah, yeah. basically solidified their defense. So absolutely, and they've also they've also brought in El Ghazi um, permanently, yep, also the who they had on loan. Yeah. Oh, and then what else we got for uh, me? the last thing here is Wolves have completed the permanent signing of Rahul Jimenez. Uh, he was on loan from Benfica. Uh, so they got him. It was an undisclosed fee, but it was reported to be about thirty million or so. And uh, you would you already said the Che Adams to Southampton, right? I think so. Yeah, you did. I thought so, I did. Yeah, yeah Che Adams got signed officially, also. Oh, now let's let's see. There, the 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 Premier League history has the road is road is paved with lots of guys who scored a fuck ton of goals in the Championship. Yep. That didn't do dick when they came to the Premier League. So, you know, we were talking about Southampton a few weeks ago. This is what you're putting your hopes on, guys. You hope it yep. comes through for you. For right. sure. Technically, I hope it doesn't come through for you. I'm rooting for you to go down. So anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, don't say a fucking word. Real right. quick, I just want to warn you ahead of time, Ethan. <laughs> this is the moment where Sam Graham is going to unzip his pants and put his cock on the table. And his head is going to be so big that we're not going to be able to fit in this room anymore. <laughs> Please, Sam, the floor is yours. So if you follow us on social media, you'll know that we won the Division Two championship this past Tuesday. Um, I just want to say that the team played great. You know, everybody was together. We didn't, you know, fight amongst ourselves or anything. Surprise the trophy. We're here. we're solidified, and um, uh, you know, we, you know, it's a total team effort. Everybody just came through. But at the end of the day. <laughs> Your boy scored the game-winning goal. Was good. Ah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was my dick at the table. <laughs> and, and then, and then, what did you do after that, Sam? Uh, uh, got the insurance goal also. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm a fucking boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like, I'd like to think that um, the first know, of the game winner was a fucking rocket too. By the way, yeah, I, uh, upper it, ninety, right side from maybe two steps inside midfield. Uh, God, was brilliant. Uh, admittedly, so um, now the the funny part was is is obviously Sam Sam plays defense and. 
they don't know that Sam used to play midfield for our team and Sam used to score a lot of goals for our team. So this this team didn't know that. So Sam starts to dribble forward and they all step off of him. And Sam just takes two dribbles, looks at the net, and just whoop, rips it right into the back of the net. Yeah. And their whole team just stops and looks at one another. It was like, like what? Don't let a fucking guy shoot. Like I mean just yeah, I went fucking I mean, super saiyan. It was great. Seriously, Sam could have picked great. up could have picked up the ball put it in his hand, walked up, and held it in the upper 90s, and nobody would have stopped him. I mean, it was just... Yes, sir. <laughs> Opposing goalkeeper came up to me outside <laughs> afterwards and was like, I didn't even see the first one. Was I close to it? He asked me if I was close. He goes, am I close to it? Was I close to it? And I was like, nah. We were like, even. nah. nah. You well, were we, like, we get along, you were we get like, along like real. that close to it. We get along with him really well. Yeah, that, that Roberto, keeper. yeah. yeah he, he's dude. normally a goalie for hire, and that team midway through their season never had a goalie, and I'm sure having him helped them a lot probably having him is what got them to got them to the final because that was it felt good to to get that one but yeah. i mean honestly it's been a while since we lifted a cup they went up one nothing then it was one one then it was two one then it was three one yeah and we're all some dumb shit and then it was then it was three two and we're sitting there in the second half and then they went up four two and I, I swear to you the whole team we were just sitting there going we're gonna fucking lose this team again yeah like just all of us some bullshit we're going to lose this fucking team again. Yeah. And then we ripped off four and just put a lot of pressure on them. And it was uh, nice to win another cup. Hopefully they uh, keep us down again yeah. because, frankly, <laughs> we're we, uh, too old for D1. <laughs> well, well, just to, again, like we we bitched about it the whole season, but we did it with half, half of our team not being there. We were just, you know, still riddled with injuries because we're fucking old, you know, and yep. It'd, I'd like to have a season with our whole squad and really boss the fuck out of that league and beat the yeah, shit it'd out be of nice. everybody. And then, and then go back up, seriously. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind going back up for a last foray into <laughs> Division One for me, we're, probably. We're, 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 good enough, we're good enough to be there, so it'd be nice to get there. So uh, Yeah. But uh, it was a hell of a game. You boys, uh, you boys played well and deserved it. So. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it we was, had a good time. You know, it's uh, so... And it's nice for you know the old talismanic captain to to step up and you know when he's needed, and uh, you know just my back still hurts from carrying you fuckers. So I'm gonna need you guys to do something. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everything I said at the first part of all this was true. So, it really was a team effort. We all played very well. So so it's uh, very interesting to sit here and do a uh, a podcast as Sam is literally stroking himself in front of us. <laughs> you know. Just, it just, oh my god! I'm trying it's not like, to look over there. It's like this. <laughs> it's like the South Park episode with the cable company going, "Oh yes, tell us you, your service is bad." Oh yes. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, we're we're a group of tolerant people. Uh-huh. I'm playing you, my island game. <laughs> if you're mad about Black Ariel, then you can't be mad about this. Come on, <laughs> fuckers. All right, so uh, Sammy, why don't you uh, do parting words? and tell us all about the all right, uh, international so the internationals. Uh, Women's World Cup. Let's start there. Uh, United States World Cup champions. Yeah. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, after defeating the Swedes 1-0, uh, and then um, the English 2-1, respectfully, the Dutch and the U.S., uh, in a very entertaining game, uh, competed for the World Cup uh, title today. U.S. won 2-0 with Megan Rapinoe uh, on a penalty, and Lavelle's getting the other goal from open play, thank God. Yeah. Um, Awesome which, goal. Yeah, it was a great goal. The uh, the penalty was well taken also. Um, going to her opposite side that she normally goes to, the Dutch mm-hmm. keeper um, 
obviously do, obviously doing her homework, yep. went to her right, which would have been Rapino's left, which is where she's put the other two penalties she's taken, and um, then and just got wrong footed and and couldn't get back to the other real, side. Real quick shout out, just being the goalie and me, uh, Vander mm-hmm. Gall. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, she's awesome. That woman played out of she got her the, she got the golden glove fucking yeah. mind yeah. the first now, half she was great <clears throat> you know I, I mean that game that game could have easily been five nothing it was i, I it was put up all on, her yeah i put up on my personal facebook <laughs> that she was both lucky and good yeah you know i mean think back to the header that hit her in the hip when she had already mm-hmm. dove past it you yeah. know what i mean oh, what she, she was getting lucky and she also um i think it was julie Ertz, maybe and she got a, a Powerful shot in on a, uh, a yeah. second ball oh, from yeah. a corner. Yeah, knocked it away. Uh, that volley, yeah. And the, she got a, a quick hand up and Alex a strong Morgan's, hand to it as Alex well. Alex Morgan's near post uh, diver. Yep. Uh-huh. But then in the second half, she took like two balls on dead to rights one-on-ones and and like flat out yeah. stone cold saved them. I mean, Dude, She was, was brilliant. Even though the U.S. only ooh, let in, what, yeah. two goals the entire <clears throat> tournament? Yeah. Um, and, and no, that, they did more than that because they gave up a bunch in the uh, in the knockout stages. Every game in the knockout stage was a two to one. Yeah, but so, that's only three rounds, isn't it? Yeah, so that's at least three. I, I think I think she only gave up three goals as well. The oh, Dutch really? keeper, oh, okay. she gave up. Right, she gave enough. up one. She gave up one in the uh, in the group stages, and then the two in the final. Oh, and, and that, that was, was it. it. Okay, she had gone uh, three hundred plus minutes without without giving here, up a goal our, until uh, the U.S. Rapino's, uh penalty. And it's unfortunate for the U.S. goalkeeper, but she didn't have a lot to do. I mean, the Dutch goalkeeper was very obviously in the mix and and did her job. Uh, it's just a personal point of contention. Um, I always kind of hate when they just give the golden gloves to the keeper who won the tournament who, and also gave up the last, like the least amount of goals. That's that's basically like saying I'm going to judge a pitcher on wins and losses, not on ERA. Like you right. know, just. Oh, maybe you had a team that just was rock star and hit twenty home runs for you every game, and you won twenty one games, but your ERA was six. Like, right? You know, yeah, that, no, I hear you. The, the wins mean nothing, and in, in this, so many times in just men's and women's tournaments, the guy who gave up or gal who gave up the least amount of goals is the one who wins the Golden Gloves. And you know, frankly, two, two World Cups ago, and I, I know I'm jaded in saying this, but Tim deserved it. Yeah, he made he made seventeen. Fucking saves in against a single Belgium. World Cup game against Belgium. Yep, I remember I, that game. I'm sorry when Wondolowski fucking missed on the doorstep and yeah. sent us out. Yep. Period. End of discussion. You were the best goalkeeper of the, even if it was just for one game. But oh, by the way, newsflash: he played his ass off the entire time. Like, yep. it, but he he gave up more goals than other keepers. So uh, much you know. like I played my ass off in the final last week, you know, for DU. <laughs> they- <laughs> Please let's get back to the let's get back to the important part, which is the ladies, Hashtag which is act like you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you know that's dick. <laughs> No, um, let's get let's get back to the ladies. That's what's uh, really important. Well, this part's not really about the ladies. I thought last year at the men's World Cup, the VAR was maybe a three, three and a half out of ten mm. for me. Not a fan. This World Cup made me even less of a fan. Um, yep. Very nervous about the Premier League next season uh, with VAR coming in. Um, I don't think a lot of things were handled well. I think back we spoke about the the goal for Cameroon against England that should have mm-hmm. stood. Um, I don't think Ellen White in the semifinals. Uh, England against the United States. I don't think that was a handball, really. Right. Deflected off two players and hit her as she was running. It was a completely natural motion with her arm. Right. And I don't think you can call that. I really don't. Um, the penalty decision uh, today, I think, was a penalty. In real time, didn't see it, and wouldn't no. have been pissed if it wasn't given. No. Um, 
with the VAR shirt, they they got the call right in the end, but uh, but I, I'm not. But even that puts you in the situation, just like Croatia, France, where it's right. like you have to either say I'm an idiot and got the call wrong because it hit Morgan on the stomach and went out of bounds. So the call is either it was a corner kick, she called it, it a corner, a, yeah, or it was a penalty. You can't go unintentional goal kick. You're not allowed to say that. Right. And there has to be some gray when you're Correct. when you're making decisions on VAR. It cannot be black and white. Agreed. Because otherwise, you put the referee in the position where they go, well, either I tell the world I'm a blind idiot that cannot see that the ball clearly hit a person and it should be a goal kick or, in the case of the Croatia-France game, a corner a kick. A corner, right. But because I made this call, my choice is – Tell everybody I'm a moron that can't fucking see it in front of my own face, or it's a penalty. Well, what decision are they going to make? Right. How about how about we give them a little bit of autonomy to make the right call? Correct. Because if they came back and she said no, unintentional goal kick, nobody would have lost their fucking minds. Nope. Nobody would have lost their minds. You couldn't. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it was a high boot. She did catch it with the studs in uh, in kind of the the tricep shoulder and, area. And Morgan and Morgan very and would, sold it very smartly. Leaned right into it yep. when she saw that foot in the air. Absolutely. She, I mean, you watch her, and she's. But that's you know what? There's that's, nothing wrong with that. That's what a professional does. Correct. A professional sells the fucking foul. If there's an opportunity to get it, you go fucking get it. Correct. You know. Uh, side note: the Swedes won the uh, the Swedes. I'm sorry, not Swedes. Um, the Swedes won the third place game two to one. Uh, so the men and the women of the UK are the fourth best teams in the world, yeah. which is pretty much a tough break. Both, Sorry, both Lindsay. Times. Yeah. Uh, both times. Yeah. Um, uh, VAR took a big part in that one again. Um, and again, in both England games, our semifinal, and then again in the third place game, uh, Ellen White had a goal ruled out again. Uh, in in that game, Neville uh, Neville is all over the press talking about there needs to be a change to the handball rule. Yeah, like big time again. He's furious. <laughs> they just implemented this one, but but then of course, but then of course, let's face it, Phil Neville always angry. Yeah, <laughs> like that means it's always I, pissed I, off. I do want to know why he chose to go with the waistcoat. <clears throat> why is he riding Gareth Southgate, Southgate's weight coast tails? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What's that about? Yeah, well, you know, he's like an uber fitness guru, so he's all like six packy. So he's probably like, I'm going to show off how tight my waist is with the waistcoat. <laughs> I uh, guess. I um, don't know. Uh, something else worth mentioning for the ladies, real quickly, <laughs> is uh, first back to back champions since since the uh, early 30s when the Italian men did it. You don't win back to back World Cups. You don't do that. The women just did it. Yep. So. Hats off to that. I mean, that is that is a stupid, amazing big feat. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic. Also, the Women's World Cup's only been contested nine times. Mm-hmm. Our women have won it four of those nine times. Yes, they have. So we've won it just about half, uh, which um, is fantastic also. Now, now, I will say, ladies, pay attention, because Europe is now fucking paying attention. Yeah. Seven yep. of the eight teams in the quarterfinals were European teams. Every single one of those games, there was not an easy game for them from the from the, after the group stage there was not a single easy game for them yeah. every game was 2 to 1 2 to 1 2 to 1 and then 2 nothing and and if that penalty hadn't have been called you got to think that thing might have gone extra and if that thing went extra and if it just happened to go to penalties yeah. That keeper. <laughs> well, the Dutch, the, the Dutch had a couple of chances themselves. Yeah, I mean, they that, did. our goalkeeper Absolutely. played well, made a couple of saves. Yeah. Um all right, uh, on to the Copa America. 
that final was played today. Uh, Brazil took care of Messi's Argentina 2-0 in the uh, in the semifinal, and Chile surprisingly lost to Peru 3-0. Uh, the final ended up Brazil 3, Peru 1, with Gabriel Jesus scoring the go-ahead goal, but sent off with 20 minutes left uh, after, after scoring that goal, um, uh, getting retribution, or so it seemed. I don't know that it was a second yellow card uh, mm-hmm. at all, to be honest with you. Um, shame to see a City player do it, obviously. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> much like most rich, uh, rich kids um, that feel entitled and act bratty, he sat on the stairs into the tunnel crying, um, watching the rest of his uh, teammates try to see out the victory. Hey, let us um, not forget, he also kicked a water bottle and knocked over the VAR booth. Right? That's right. True, he did. <laughs> uh, after temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so And if, then on top of the rich and title all... kids, excuse me, okay. on top of the rich and title <laughs> kids we have the working class families that are uh, sheep uh and richarlison scoring a goal after missing most of the tournament with the mumps because apparently everton and the city of liverpool probably mike rogers don't like vaccines <laughs> so he failed to get his mmr vaccine it's, and uh got the mumps the it's, fucking mumps it's, it's like ah oh, you know what sorry i can't participate in the group stage i have polio it's what the it's, fuck is wrong with you people it's the fucking system it's conspiracy it is big pharma trying to bring down the individual and give them all autism. You need to learn better. Maybe he would have never gotten a chance to play football ever because he would have been autistic. I'm Listen, just saying. I'm just my, saying. I'm very socially liberal and very fiscally conservative, right? Mm-hmm. So this week in the world, we have uh, a, a professional footballer, a millionaire, getting a, um, a, a disease that should be eradicated Eradican. from the planet. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. We have people losing their fucking minds over a black mermaid. Hey, secret, mermaids don't exist. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, so there's that. just broke all the little girls' hearts on such <laughs> So, so there's that. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> If, if, hey, if those little girls listen to this show, take yourself in the fucking uh, to look in the mirror. You're, you're bad parents. You're very bad parents. Um, it, it is just absolutely fucking ridiculous to me. Uh, uh, anyway, all right, so that happened. Um, Lionel Messi was also sent off in the third place game, yep. which Argentina did win 2-1, held on also. Um, Messi's crime, getting headbutted three times. Yeah. <laughs> He just threw his arms up and was like, ref, what's going on? Ref, he, ow, he's hurting he, me. Ref, stop it. I think he pushed it. him back a little, like just like the <laughs> yeah. stay away from me push. Right, yeah. And got a red. So both of them got red cards. They finished, uh, both teams finished the game with 10 men, but Argentina did hold on. So oh. Messi did go home with uh, with a little trinket from an international tournament for a hey. change. Hey, how about how about that? They beat Chile when it didn't matter. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so there's that, uh, and now we've got the African Cup of Nations heating up. Liverpool fans will be pleased to know that Mohamed Salah's Egypt got knocked out. Most, uh, most of the favorites are gone. Yeah, well, you still have Senegal. Society Omane is still in, uh, scoring the only goal in, in, in his game. So I've got... Idrissa Gay is still in, thank you. Oh, he's from Senegal? Yes. Oh, damn it. It's my love-hate damn relationship it. with Senegal. <laughs> Also, Omar Nias is uh, Senegalese as well. Oh, oh. but Mr. Wristbands. But yeah, for me, it's like it's like it's like come on, Idrissa, like go kick ass. Yeah, fuck you, money. Oh, fuck money. I got you. All right, so uh, round of sixteen just took place. Uh, Nigeria took out Cameroon three to two. Um, 
Egypt lost 1-0 to South Africa. Madagascar beat Congo on penalties after drawing 2-2 after extra time. Algeria took out Guinea. Uh, Riyad Mahrez did score also. Uh, Ethan. Yay. Um, Benin. Benin? Yeah. Benin. 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 Uh, beat Morocco on penalties after finishing 1-1. <laughs> and Saido Mane, as I said, put Senegal through 1-0 over Uganda. Um, Mali plays the Ivory Coast on Monday. And Ghana plays Tunisia. Uh, to finish up the round of 16. Um, the quarterfinals are set for Wednesday and Thursday in that tournament. Senegal will meet Benin, and Nigeria will play South Africa. Um, the other two are waiting for the results tomorrow to find out their opponents. Um, the, and then briefly, the the Gold Cup, they, they're playing now. Uh, so we will zero, talk zero. about it next week. Still 0-0? Zero, zero. Yep. Okay. They'll know with nine minutes. All right, there we go. Um, the uh, three teams in the African Cup of Nations came out of their group Three and zero, not giving up a goal. All three of them lost in the knockout stage. That was uh, Morocco, Egypt, and I can't. I think it was Cameroon, but I can't be positive on the third. Okay, but I just know that it was three teams, three and zero, gone. Right. Damn. <clears throat> yep. That's crazy. All right. So, so other other than that, Ethan, thanks for coming. You're welcome for driving you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I don't want your ass, so either cash or grass uh, is your option to get home. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you don't smoke grass. So. Yeah, so looks like you got to pay me. I've got some, I've got some show cash. shares? Ah, here we go. You can write and leave a review. As, as we commonly like to say, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also, uh, I'd like to Listen, uh, Mike, actually, echo, calm down over there. I'd like to uh, echo that thought as well. Um <laughs> No, if I was Mike Ashley, I'd be over puking in the corner right now. Thank you very <laughs> truth, much. Truth, I truth. haven't. I mean, I, I too drink to get drunk, but not you know all the way. So not like I'm not. I'm not as power strong as uh, Ashley is. So. <laughs> That's right. But there will definitely be a few beverages tonight now, as I watch the game. You do like a nine pound ninety five spaghetti dinner though. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Come on, man. Take a look at me. You think I've missed a fucking meal? Um, Ethan, thank you very, very much for joining us, man. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. I did. Thank you very much. I just Excellent. want to say thank you to y'all and stand by for the three-peat. Heard. There we go. Called it. <laughs> thank you so much for again for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, for Sam Graham, I'm Sam Houston. Got a couple of favors to ask you. First off, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcast, please take a second to uh, rate and review us. Please type up a little review as well. it take you about five minutes and it really helps out the show a lot. And the second thing is, is if you haven't had a chance to check out our Facebook page yet, please go by and check out our Facebook page. Uh, we put a lot of fun content on there, a lot of different videos. Uh, Sam and I raging when we're at uh, um, Fire Festival, I mean Pimlico Winfield Fest. Um, <laughs> We'll have uh, Saturday like Saturday night games. Sometimes we'll like hang out together and drink a bottle of something and go on Facebook Live. Uh, I'll do cocktail Which recipes. Is perfectly advisable. Yes. Right. Let's drink a fifth of whiskey and fucking talk shit on Facebook Live. It's so fantastic. And uh, and then also Sam's daughter uh, Tegan will pick games as well. So yeah. a lot of a lot of fun. So uh, definitely check out our Facebook page too. Until next week, everybody. Night. Good night.
So there's this new video that I'm completely fucking obsessed with. It's this guy doing a bro dog imitation for White Claw. <laughs> White Claw, summer 19. Ain't breaking the law when you're drinking the claws, man. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> this is rich people's <laughs> limerita, baby. Uh-huh, that's good. So- like, ingredients. Seltzer, Ooh. alcohol, my dick. 